The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Today we honor and pray for all of the faithful departed. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022, Wednesday of the 31st week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the commemoration of all of the faithful departed, also known as All Souls Day. The Church has encouraged prayer for the dead from the earliest times as an act of Christian charity. St. Augustine said if we had no care for the dead, we would not be in the habit of praying for them. Now, the theology of the feast is the acknowledgement of human frailty. Since few people achieve perfection in this life, but rather go to the grave still scarred with traces of sinfulness, some period of purification seems necessary before a soul comes face to face with God. The Council of Trent affirmed this purgatory state and insisted that the prayers of the living can speed the process of purification. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for children who are suffering, especially those who are homeless, orphans, and victims of war. May may they be guaranteed access to education and the opportunity to experience family affection. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. I heard the story once of a priest in Mexico who was walking down the street, I think it was in Mexico City, and he was witness to an accident, a terrible accident where a man was hit by a car. And uh, it was a very violent accident. The man was there lying in the street, dying, clearly uh, on his way out. And so as a good priest, uh, this man went to attend to him and to provide him with the last sacraments, the last rites, namely confession. But unfortunately, it was very difficult because this, this man who was hit by the car was unconscious. He was completely out of it. And so in addition to that, you had around the scene of the accident a crowd of people forming, more and more pedestrians and onlookers grouping around the scene. And when someone is unconscious, the the church allows the priest uh, to simply ask the person to express their contrition 
even if they can't confess their sins, just to show some indication that they're sorry for the sins. And the priest can ask the person questions if they can't speak, etc. And so this good priest, this Mexican priest, he's there, and he asks the man, are you sorry for your sins? And there's silence, and there's no, there's no response on the part of this, of this person. But the other people around him, the people in the crowd, they begin to whisper, yes, yes, he's sorry for his sins. He's sorry for his sins. And so the priest takes the man's hand, his bloody hand, and he holds it in his own, and he says, if you are sorry for your sins, squeeze my hand. And so then everybody in the crowd starts to shout, squeeze his hand, squeeze his hand. This is the solidarity of the Christian people. We are a family. We are rooting for each other. And when death is on the horizon, we all want salvation. We want salvation for ourselves, and we want, we want salvation for everybody else. What a beautiful thing. This crowd, they didn't know him at all. They, they want him to be with Jesus. They want him to be sorry for his sins. They want him to be saved. And we can begin this this feast day, this, this commemoration of the church and the celebration of all souls by turning to you, Jesus, and telling you, we wish to belong to you, O Lord. We want to be with you in this life, but especially in life eternal, in the life to come. In November, we are invited by the church to meditate on death and also on the communion of the saints, the fact that the church is not simply the physical church that we experience here below, those buildings where we go to Mass, the priests that we see at the altar, the people that are sitting around us, those voices we hear when we sing those hymns in church, the people we see when we go to means of formation. All of that is the earthly church, the church on earth also known as the church militant, those struggling here below. But the communion of the saints is much broader than that. The communion of the saints is this vast panorama of souls in heaven, on earth, in purgatory, all of these souls who are struggling to be with Jesus, to belong to Jesus. And this is what we hear in today's gospel, Lord, we see how you, Jesus, feel a kind of ownership for souls, how you feel responsible for each one of us. Jesus said to the crowds, everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me, because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I shall raise him on the last day. Lord, your words are of comfort. Your words give us confidence. You want us to be with you in heaven, and you feel this responsibility for each one that has been placed in your care by the Father. And you have this sense of responsibility that you should not lose anything of what was given to you.
but that you will raise it up on the last day. We include ourselves there among your possessions, Jesus. We want to be yours. We want to belong to you. And that's what heaven is. We desire heaven, Lord. We ask for it. We also ask for heaven for all of our loved ones, especially those who have gone before us. Death is a mysterious thing. Death is something that can be scary. It's the end of our earthly life. And it's mysterious. I mean, what happens once we die? What happens when we take our last breath? I was very fortunate to be able to take care of a very holy priest who was living in my house here in New York City and who passed away just very recently. And in the last few months of his life, I was able to be with him almost every day and to administer to him the sacraments and to take care of him spiritually. And I learned a lot from him. He was a man who lived with an incredible sense of gratitude. And as his life began to end, he became more and more thankful for everything that Jesus had given him. And I joked with him because he, he had lived with St. Josemaria, the founder of Opus Dei. And so I joked with him that he had so much to be grateful for, so much to give thanks to God. And this was the last thing he said to me just as he was dying. He said, I certainly do. And then, you know, he went into his final uh, stage of death. He was taking his last breaths. And then finally, he was gone. Clearly, his, his soul left his body. It's like he was there, and then he wasn't. It's a mystery. It's the mystery of death. In that moment, being with him as he died and when he died, it felt like touching the eternal. He entered into the eternal. His soul left this world, and his soul went to God. We look at the mystery of death with confidence. For a Christian, death does not have the final word. In fact, death no longer has a sting because Jesus has overcome death. He has risen from the tomb. And so as Christians, when we look at the mystery of death, which is it's hard, it's difficult, it's sad, we look at it as well with great joy, with Christian joy, because for us it's like a change of address. This, this priest, friend of mine, he's moved on to another home. He's changed his address. Now he is with Jesus. He belongs to the Lord. This is what we want. This is what we ask for. There's a beautiful address from Pope Francis, and with this we can end our 10 minutes with you, Jesus. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? That is what Jesus repeats to each one of us, each time that death comes to shred the fabric of life and of our loved ones. Our entire existence is at stake here, between the gradient of faith and the precipice of fear. Jesus says, I am not death. I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe this? We are small and defenseless before the mystery of death. However, what a grace if at that moment we safeguard in our heart the little flame of faith. Jesus takes us by the hand as he took Jairus' daughter by the hand and repeats once again, Talita kum, little girl, get up. He will say this to each one of us. Arise, get up. I invite you now to close your eyes and think about that moment of your death. 
imagine that that moment will come when Jesus will take us by the hand and tell us, come, come with me, get up. We can ask Our Lady that she help us to prepare for that moment, to live our life facing heaven, facing the reality of our death without fear and with this incredible trust in you, Jesus. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 15 past the hour on Daybreak. It's All Souls Day. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin the liturgical day praying with the whole church and led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord. All things live for him. Come, let us worship the Lord. All things live for him. The Lord's is the earth and all its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Come, let us worship the Lord. All things live for him. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Come, let us worship the Lord. All things live for him. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him, seek the face of the God of Jacob. Come, let us worship the Lord. All things live for him. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Come, let us worship the Lord. All things live for him. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. Come, let us worship the Lord. All things live for him. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Come, let us worship the Lord. All things live for him. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord. All things live for him. From the earth you formed me. With flesh you clothed me. 
Lord, my Redeemer, raise me up again at the last day. From the earth you formed me, with flesh you clothed me. Lord, my Redeemer, raise me up again at the last day. I waited. I waited for the Lord, and he stooped down to me. He heard my cry. He drew me from the deadly pit, from the miry clay. He set my feet upon a rock and made my footsteps firm. He put a new song into my mouth, praise of our God. Many shall see and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Happy the man who has placed his trust in the Lord and has not gone over to the rebels who follow false gods. How many, O Lord my God, are the wonders and designs that you have worked for us? You have no equal. Should I proclaim and speak of them, they are more than I can tell. You do not ask for sacrifice and offerings, but an open ear. You do not ask for holocaust and victim. Instead, here am I. In the scroll of the book it stands written that I should do your will. My God, I delight in your law in the depth of my heart. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. From the earth you formed me, with flesh you clothed me. Lord, my Redeemer, Raise me up again at the last day. Lord, may it please you to rescue me. Look upon me and help me. Lord, may it please you to rescue me. Look upon me and help me. Your justice I have proclaimed in the great assembly. My lips I have not sealed. You know it, O Lord. I have not hidden your justice in my heart, but declared your faithful help. I have not hidden your love and your truth from the great assembly. O Lord, you will not withhold your compassion from me. Your merciful love and your truth will always guard me. For I am beset with evils, too many to be counted. My sins have fallen upon me, and my sight fails me. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my heart sinks. O Lord, come to my rescue. Lord, come to my aid. O let there be rejoicing and gladness for all who seek you. Let them ever say, The Lord is great, who love your saving help. As for me, wretched and poor, the Lord thinks of me. You are my rescuer, my help. O oh God, do not delay. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, may it please you to rescue me. Look upon me and help me. My soul is thirsting for the living God. When shall I see him face to face? 
My soul is thirsting for the living God. When shall I see him face to face? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long, Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters. Your torrents and all your waves swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness. By night I will sing to him, praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. My, my soul, soul is thirsting for the living God. When shall I see him face to face? Lord, countless are your mercies. Give, Give me life according to your word. From the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. We do not lose heart, because our inner being is being renewed each day, even though our body is being destroyed at the same time. The present burden of our trial is light, light enough, and earns for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. We do not fix our gaze on what is seen, but on what is unseen. What is seen is transitory. What is unseen lasts forever. Indeed, we know that when the earthly tent in which we dwell is destroyed, we have a dwelling provided for us by God, a dwelling in the heavens, not made by hands, but to last forever. We groan while we are here, even as we yearn to have our heavenly habitation envelop us. This it will, provided we are found clothed and not naked. While we live in our present tent, we groan. We are weighed down because we do not wish to be stripped naked, but rather to have the heavenly dwelling envelop us. 
so that what is mortal may be absorbed by life. God has fashioned us for this very thing and has given us the Spirit as a pledge of it. Therefore we continue to be confident. We know that while we dwell in the body, we are away from the Lord. We walk by faith, not by sight. I repeat, we are full of confidence and would much rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. This being so, we make it our aim to please Him whether we are with Him or away from Him. The lives of all of us are to be revealed before the tribunal of Christ so that each one may receive his recompense, good or bad, according to his life in the body. The Word of the Lord Lord, do not judge me according to my deeds. I have done nothing worthy in your sight. Therefore I implore you, God of majesty, blot out all my guilt. Lord, wash away my iniquities and cleanse me from my sins. Blot out all my guilt. From a book on the death of his brother Satyrus by St. Ambrose Bishop. We see that death is gain. Life is loss. Paul says, For me, life is Christ and death a gain. What does Christ mean but to die in the body and receive the breath of life? Let us then die with Christ, to live with Christ. We should have a daily familiarity with death, a daily desire for death. By this kind of detachment, our soul must learn to free itself from the desires of the body. It must soar above earthly lusts to a place where they cannot come near to hold it fast. It must take on the likeness of death to avoid the punishment of death. The law of our fallen nature is at war with the law of our reason and subjects the law of reason to the law of error. What is the remedy? Who will set me free from this dead body? The grace of God through Jesus Christ our Lord. We have a doctor to heal us. Let us use the remedy he prescribes. The remedy is the grace of Christ, the dead body, our own. Let us then be exiles from our body so as not to be exiles from Christ. Though we are still in the body, let us not give ourselves to the things of the body. We must not reject the natural rights of the body, but we must desire before all else the gifts of grace. What more need be said? It was by the death of one man that the world was redeemed. Christ did not need to die if he did not want to, but he did not look on death as something to be despised, something to be avoided, and he could have found no better means to save us than by dying. Thus his death is life for all. We are sealed with the sign of his death 
When we pray, we preach his death. When we offer sacrifice, we proclaim his death. His death is victory. His death is a sacred sign. Each year, his death is celebrated with solemnity by the whole world. What more should we say about his death since we use this divine example to prove that it was death alone that won freedom from death, and death itself was its own redeemer? Death is, then, no cause for mourning, for it is the cause of mankind's salvation. Death is not something to be avoided, for the Son of God did not think it beneath his dignity, nor did he seek to escape it. Death was not part of nature. It became part of nature. God did not decree death from the beginning. He prescribed it as a remedy. Human life was condemned because of sin to unremitting labor, an unbearable sorrow, and so began to experience the burden of wretchedness. There had to be a limit to its evils. Death had to restore what life had forfeited. Without the assistance of grace, immortality is more of a burden than a blessing. The soul has to turn away from the aimless paths of this life, from the defilement of an earthly body. It must reach out to those assemblies in heaven, though it is given only to the saints to to be admitted to them to sing the praises of God. We learn from Scripture how God's praise is sung to the music of the harp. Great and wonderful are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of the nations, who will not revere and glorify your nature. You alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you. The soul must also to desire to witness your nuptials, Jesus, and to see your bride escorted from earthly to heavenly realities, as all rejoice and sing, all flesh will come before you. No longer will the bride be held in subjection to this passing world, but will be made one with the Spirit. Above all else, holy David prayed that he might see and gaze on this. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this I pray for, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and to see how gracious is the Lord. There are some who have died a godly death, They shall receive the splendid reward which awaits them. Then the just will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. They shall receive the splendid reward which awaits them. Let us pray. Listen kindly to our prayers, O Lord, and as our faith in your Son, raised from the dead, is deepened, so may our hope of resurrection for your departed servants also find new strength. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 
22 minutes before the hour on the commemoration of all souls. Today's gospel is coming right up on Daybreak. On All Souls Day, it's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord makes us a promise. From the sixth chapter of the Gospel of John. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and him who comes to me I will not cast out. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me, and this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up at the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him should have eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Today we pray for all of the faithful departed, and especially for those undergoing purification in purgatory. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal, is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. St. Teresa encourages us to make an effort to do penance during our present life. How sweet will death be for the person who has fully repented of all personal sins and can leap over purgatory. While being purified, the holy souls cannot earn merit for good works. Their task is more trying and painful than any other we will face in the present life. They suffer all the agonies of the man dying in the desert. Nevertheless, their travail does not help them grow in charity. Such is, in fact, the case when we accept earthly sufferings out of love for God. In purgatory, rebellion is no longer possible. Even if they would have to remain there until the end of time, the holy souls would do so gladly, so fervent is their desire for purification. Besides contributing to shortening their time of purification, we can merit for them and at the same time more quickly purify our own inordinate tendencies. Pain, sickness, and suffering are all excellent means permitted by the Lord. They can be a grace to make reparation for personal sin. While we are awaiting the eternal contemplation of God, our passage through life should be a time for purification. Through penance, our soul is rejuvenated and disposed for life with a capital L. Do not ever forget that after death you are going to be welcomed by love itself. Within the love of God, you will find implicit all the noble human loves on earth as well. Our Lord has arranged for us to spend this brief day of our earthly existence working and like his only begotten Son, doing good. Meanwhile, we have to be on our guard and alert to the call St. Ignatius of Antioch felt within his soul as the hour of his martyrdom approached. Draw close to your Father. Come to him who is so desirous of your company. 
Our intention of reaching heaven without passing through purgatory can be immensely fruitful. We need to have an effective desire so that with the help of grace, we can achieve the necessary purification during this life. Our Blessed Mother Mary, Refuge of Sinners, will obtain the grace for us to act accordingly. May we be filled with a holy determination to convert our life into a time for true penance, in reparation for our unworthy thoughts, words, and deeds. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The bones that were crushed shall leap for joy before the Lord. The bones that were crushed shall leap for joy before the Lord. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. Oh, wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses truly I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done that you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. Oh, see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. Oh, purify me, then I shall be clean. Oh, wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled contrite heart you will not spurn. In your goodness, show favor to Zion. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocausts offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. The bones that were crushed shall leap for joy before the Lord. 
at the very threshold of death. Rescue me, Lord. At the very very threshold of death, rescue me, Lord. Once I said, in the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion, he breaks all my bones. Day and night you give me over to torment. Like a swallow, I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction when you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. At the the very threshold of death, rescue me, Lord. I will praise my God all the days of my life. I will will praise praise my God God all the days of my life. My soul give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days and make music to my God while I live. Put no trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no help. Take their breath, they return to clay, and their plans that day come to nothing. He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the seas and all they contain. It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just, but thwarts the path of the wicked. 
The Lord will reign forever, Zion's God, from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. I will, I will praise, praise my God all the days of my life. A reading from 1 Thessalonians. If we believe that Jesus died and rose, God will bring forth with him from the dead those also who have fallen asleep, believing in him. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will, I will praise, praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. You turned my sorrow into joy, for you, for you have rescued, rescued me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I will, I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I am the resurrection. I am the life. To believe in me means life in spite of death. And all who believe and live in me shall never die. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from, from the, the hands, hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I am the resurrection. I am the life. To believe in me means life, in spite of death, and all who believe and live in me shall never die. Let us pray to the all-powerful Father who raised Jesus from the dead and gives new life to our mortal bodies, and say to him, Lord, give us new life in Christ. Father, through baptism, we have been buried with your Son and have risen with him 
in his resurrection. Grant that we may walk in newness of life, so that when we die, we may live with Christ forever. Lord, give give us us new new life in Christ. Provident Father, you have given us the living bread that has come down from heaven and which should always be eaten worthily. Grant that we may eat this bread worthily and be raised up to eternal life on the last day. Lord, give us new life in Christ. Lord, you sent an angel to comfort your Son in his agony. Give us the hope of your consolation when death draws near. Lord, give us new life in Christ. You delivered the three youths from the fiery furnace. Free your faithful ones from the punishment they suffer for their sins. Lord, give give us new life in Christ. God of the living and the dead, you raised Jesus from the dead. Raise up those who have died and grant that we may share eternal glory with them. Lord, give us new life in Christ. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Listen kindly to our prayers, O Lord, and as our faith in your Son, raised from the dead, is deepened, so may our hope of resurrection for your departed servants also find new strength. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. We dedicate the entire month of November to praying for the holy souls in purgatory. Morning Air is coming up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.